Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live as we do every week from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from, oh, well, look at this. It's from Rizak. Let's see what he has to say. Hey there, college. I notice you have a lot of the same advertisers and sponsors every week. Well, I don't know that that's entirely true. Anyway, so he goes on. So I was thinking, that's interesting. He writes like he talks. I was thinking you could use a little more variety and do me a bit of a favor. Oh, dear. Here we go. You know, since I've been doing all these war reports and you kind of let your supervision of the grummies get a little lax. Oh, boy. Here he goes. So I got this recording of a possible business associate of mine, and he could use the exposure in a new area for his well-established business. Just... Play it on your show, and we'll be even. Your pal, Rizak. Well, that's okay. So I got this thing here. I'm going to put this in this little machine that Frasley built for us. Hang on. All right, let's give this a listen. I am Krog, owner of Krog's fine female leatherware. Come see us. We have all best leathers from boots to helms to fit all figures. Locations in Ogremar and all Horde cities. Life is short. It's shorter if you're not wearing crogs. Wow. Well, I... <laughs> I do not know how to react to that. Well, what do you think, listeners? Should we take Krog on as a new advertiser? He certainly does sound like he believes in his products. And now, on with the news. In local news... A new campus group has formed here at Half Hill Ag and is generating quite a bit of talk around the valley. Calling itself the Red Crane Society, their stated purpose is to bring hope for a better world by calling attention to issues that can be addressed through cooperation and seeking peaceful solutions. I attended their first gathering on campus and heard their chief orator, Irie Freeflower, describe the group's desire to serve as a voice for hope and change. During the gathering, members of the group passed out literature to onlurkers, reminding everyone that Azerite is the lifeblood of the living planet, and that we should all be helping Magni in any way we can to heal the wound left by Sargeras. I spoke to some of those in the crowd who held strong allegiance to their faction to get their opinion of the Red Crane Society, and while some said they agreed with the group's ideas, most of them doubted whether peaceful solutions were possible. The Half Hill Report will be following this new group and reporting on their ideas for improving life in Azeroth. Well, if you're looking to improve life in your corner of Azeroth, you need look no further than the fine vendors of Half Hill Market. Whether you need seeds, storage, or delicious Pandaren recipes, you'll find what you need at cooperative prices in a peaceful and pleasant environment. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round. A world of shopping right here 
in our own backyard. It's time now for Dwarven Dispatches with Eamon Wetbranch, brought to you by Nessingwari Safari. Well, last we heard from Eamon, he was on leave from the 7th Legion and embarking on a new adventure in Nomaragon. Let's see what he's up to this week. Hello, lad. Well, my leave is over, and I'm back at Proudmore Keep with my comrades-in-arms of the 7th Legion. My time away from them reminded me what a close bond my unit has formed during our times in the field. We all got together for a right good feast remembering the good times, but most of all drinking rounds of remembrance for our fallen brothers and sisters. So I thought I would ask your listeners to take a moment in the next few days to give a thought to those who made the ultimate sacrifice to protect home and hearth, wherever those homes and hearths may be in the world. Keep the home fires burning, lad. Wise words from our friend Eamon. Eamon, if you're listening, stay safe, my friend, until there's peace in Azeroth and you can come home to us. Dwarven Dispatches is sponsored by Nessingwari Safari, who remind you that no one is meant for defeat. Checking the Azeroth calendar, well, the Summer Fire Festival is still a month away, but throughout Azeroth, this weekend marks the unofficial start of summer, culminating in the one-day Glowcap Festival in Zangermarsh. And more early summertime fun can be had at the three-day Thousand Boat Bash in Thousand Needles, just over a week later. However you're celebrating this weekend, Everyone here at the Half-Hill Report hopes you're having a safe and enjoyable time. It's time now for our weekly feature, The Inside Story, with everyone's favorite Draenei food and lodging critic, Velmek. So, Velmek, how was your time with Daolin? Hey there, Tosh. Oh, it was wonderful to have Daolin home, and she was so happy to see how much little Alice has grown in the time she's been away for the war. I'm so glad she was able to be home with you. And I bet Alice was excited too. Oh yes, she was very happy. But she was even more excited to go to Tian Monastery in the Jade Forest. Oh, that's right. You guys decided to stay close to home this week for the review. So, tell us all about it. Well, like all of Jade Forest, Tian Monastery is a beautiful place, high up in northern mountains. It overlooks lovely valleys all around, with Greenstone Village to the south and very imposing fortress of Thunderhold to the north. Monastery is on many levels, with lovely bridges and terraces all over. But, oh, oh my goodness, Tosh, there are so many stairs! All the time we are going up and down and up and down stairs. Of course, Daolin is in great shape from being in Shadowpen, but... Honestly, Alice and I had a hard time keeping up. Groundskeeper Wu and his team do a wonderful job of keeping all of gardens so pretty and neat. Well, it sounds wonderful. Oh, this whole place is just so lovely. We went up to highest point in whole monastery for amazing view of place. It was worth it, Tosh, but let me tell you, I thought the climb would kill me. I really need to get back into shape. All this good food in Pandaria, plus honestly being food and lodging critic, well, let's just say it's good I wear loose robes most of the time. Yeah, I kind of noticed you'd put on a few pounds over the last year. 
Hey, watch it there, Tosh. You don't have quite figure of forsaken yourself, you know. Ouch. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, Daolin, Alice, and I got to visit with leader of monastery, High Elder Cloudfall, who was very gracious and so sweet to little Alice. He was very respectful to Daolin as member of Shadowpan and was happy I was there for to tell people about monastery. He said very few visit anymore, and sometimes he feels like Pandaria is not remembered. I feel the same way sometimes, my friend. But as long as there's an Azeroth, Pandaria will always be there for those who seek it. So, tell us about the inn. Right, okay. So, inn at Tian Monastery is very small place called Powers Pub. Innkeeper Bolo the Elder keeps tidy little place with nice if limited menu. Alice loved the peach pie with big glass of pearl milk tea. Daolin had big meal of skewered peanut chicken, golden carp consomme, and tangy yogurt for dessert. She also bought a lot of the toasted fish jerky to take back to her unit since Food in the field doesn't always keep too well. Well, all of that sounds absolutely delicious, but how was your meal? I was going to have the green curry fish, but earlier that day when Daolin took Alice to show her monk's training at Ring of Balance, I kind of went to visit Banquet Hall and got a little too full. Oh, tush, they have such a good buffet there. <laughs> you know, Velmic, you're... Becoming almost Pandaren. <laughs> I think maybe you're right, Tush. I do love good food and drink. And monks there were so friendly. Especially old Zhao, who was the biggest Pandaren I ever saw. We sit for a while and talk mostly about food. Anyway, after that, I could hardly eat another bite. So I just have few red bean buns while... Daolin and Alice had their meal. So the food sounds like it was really good. How were the accommodations? Well, like I said before, the inn is very small, but they do have two small beds, a sleeping nook, and nice little area for washing up. So not very private, but comfortable. Daolin and I took one of beds, and innkeeper Bolo was nice enough to let Alice sleep in cozy little nook across room. Although, I think that was actually his room. Now, well, that was nice of him. So, what did Daolin think of the place? Uh, Taolin loved the peacefulness of place and was impressed with discipline of monks there. But she did tell me she thought place was softer than Shadowpen Monastery where she trained. She thought banquet room was too much temptation for young monks to overindulge, even with all the training they do. But as far as in, she was happy to sleep in comfortable bed and have place to freshen up. And we slept so well, especially me after all those stairs. We were very happy to be together as family there. Okay, so what's the final word on Powers Pub? Okay, for second weekend row, I am giving five crystal rating to Powers Pub at Tian Monastery. Wow, another five crystal review. Well, I've been there myself and would have to agree with you, my friend. So, there you have it, folks. If you're traveling in the Northern Jade Forest, 
the Tian Monastery and Powers Pub should be on your list of places to visit. So, where to next week, my friend? Okay, so, a couple of weeks ago, I meet Torrent downstairs at Lazy Turnip, and he was telling a few of us about how beautiful it is where he was from in High Mountain, place called Thunder Totem. So, since Alice and I are traveling with Dowlin back to Kaltiris, I thought I'd make quick trip over to Broken Isles and visit in at Thunder Totem. We'll look forward to hearing about it. Until next week, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Aka, Tush. See you next week. As always, we're coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, the Valley's premier lodging and dining establishment. Come visit us, won't you? And remember to ask Denden for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the Valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And be sure to tune in later this week for Pandaria's longest-running quiz show, Risky Venture. Listen this week as returning champion Bendy Gigamind looks to extend his amazing winning streak to an unprecedented 26 weeks. See you next time, and remember, free Pandaria. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. Thank <laughs> you.